simply unprofessional. everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host webby join me tonight we got uh the person who's going to be hosting the rest of the episode rob hey everybody it's rob and we got apple hi uh rob i'm gonna hand the reins over to you because you wanted to do this episode on a show that i have not watched uh, we do have myself and a couple other people just sitting in listening. So if we have comments or questions, we'll just pop in from time to time. But otherwise, listeners, this is going to be pretty much Rob and Apple shooting the shit about this show. Uh, that I will say, uh, I'm sure it's a good show. It Rob has watched it fucking ten times beginning to end in the last two weeks. Uh, okay. maybe, yeah. And yet he, I cursed him. I'm sorry. I sit there and I say, "Hey, Rob, do you want to watch these two movies back to back?" And he just rolls his eyes at me like it's uh, pulling teeth. He's like, I, "Oh, I, but I don't like watching you. movies. You have to sit down for two. It's like you what? What? Rob, I'm on your side. It's okay. I understand a hundred percent. You won't watch a two-hour-long movie, but you'll it's watch different a show can... beginning to end ten times. Yes." Hundred yeah, percent. All day, all day. Ass nine. Complete ass nine. All day. <laughs> I think you what the difference was that you could stop after an episode and do yes, thing. Exactly. You but you stop don't. Halfway through a movie. But you. But don't. you could. But no, I it doesn't could. matter. It doesn't matter because you okay. could. You're mentally committing to less time. No, I don't. It doesn't matter. I just don't understand. <laughs> I totally am on your side, Rob. This is why I'm going to be silent the rest of the fucking episode. I don't even care. I'll just, I guess I'll just watch all of the movies I want to watch by myself at 3 a.m. when I can't sleep. No, I don't, want, I don't want to take away from your TV time. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Rob, I'm going to hand it off to you so you can go ahead and start the episode as far as like what show this is and do all your stuff. Okay. Uh, so first of all, to all the listeners who it, it matters to, happy Pride Month. Woo! Uh, matters to everybody. <laughs> it should matter to everybody, but sometimes it doesn't. Uh so we're going to be talking today about the Netflix show Heartstopper. Uh, like Webby has said, I've watched it like 10 times now. Uh, just because, uh, I mean, personally, I think that it's that good. Uh, I mean, there are several reasons for this, but uh, well, I guess we'll talk about them. <laughs> Why? Uh, but the main one is because it basically it makes me happy. Like it is a feel good show. Uh, I the first couple times I watched it, there were parts that I actually teared up in happiness watching it. Uh, subsequently, I still feel happy, but not enough emotionally to cry because I know it's coming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so it is the story uh, of two uh, high schoolers who uh, are both boys and uh, fall in love. Uh, it's mostly uh, like a a feel good. I guess you'd consider it a drama, 
even though it's not there's not a lot of drama, but yeah. Slice of life? Yeah. Like just like yeah, and one of them's discovering their sexuality, which is like just like a such a personal journey. You know, anyone who has realized they're not straight, you've all had that journey at some point. And it's just nice to see it through somebody and see how positively it turns out. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Uh, I will say, like, one of the reasons why I like it so much is because I never expected there to be a show like this in my lifetime, uh, where the main characters are are basically LGBT characters, and the show is mainly about them and their falling in love. Whereas usually shows that deal with gay characters are either, like, the side characters or things like... Uh, or it's a comedy or whatever, and they're not really like the main focus of of anything. Whereas this, the first show where it's been like they are the main characters, and it is about what's going on with them. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of times, in when I was younger, they used, there was this thing that everyone called "bury bury your gaze," where every character yeah. that was written that was homosexual was always giving either died or was given a terrible ending. And it was specifically like, that was the policy that LGBT characters couldn't have happy endings. Uh, and this is the You're first. Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and things have changed lately. Like there are more, there are more characters like that. Um, they get, and they do get happy endings, but this is the first show that's focused specifically on those characters. Uh, usually they're like side characters and a lot of, a lot of the newer ones too focused more on like like the the sex part of LGTB characters whereas this is more just like the romance part uh so like i understand like why sometimes people do write characters that way because it's like okay we're talking about their sexuality so sex should be a part of it but it's like it's always seems like more over the top gratuitous in a way, whereas this is just like a feel good, happy, like romance thing where it's not not like that. Uh, what I really like about it too is it's definitely like teen, like teenagers could watch this and get just as much enjoyment out of it. And I like knowing that so many young kids can watch something like this, yeah, and just see such positive representation and maybe even themselves because there's like a trans character, there's two lesbians, mm -hmm. and you know, they're they're kind of dealing with their coming out of like the negative reactions there's a boy who's trying to figure out is he straight is he gay is he bi like there's just so many different things that i feel is really good for lgbt youths to see mm -hmm. Most definitely. and it's just i love it <laughs> yeah like i said when i was younger it, it's difficult to find yourself in in these kind of shows like like this like watching this like, especially, like, I relate a lot more with Charlie. Like, I used to play the drums. I was more like him. I got picked on a lot. Uh, so I, I relate a lot with him. But, like, some of the scenes with Nick, like, his Googling, am I gay, and then crying at the results, like, that feels like it was ripped right out of my childhood. <laughs> like, uh, That's fair. So, uh, what do you think when I first recommended it to you versus what you think of it now your expectations uh i remember you recommended it to me 
And I I was you were like, you should watch this. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you didn't like, seem excited. And I was like, this you're gonna love this. <laughs> yeah. Well that's because I expected it to be more like like I've seen some shows like elite and stuff where it's like, okay, they're just like Yeah, it's like there's gay characters, but they're more like I said, they, they focus a lot on more on like the sexual stuff, and it's like, okay, this isn't really well a lot. Like, I didn't realize, like, how much, like, how heartwarming and uplifting this show was. Heart-stopping, one might say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you had read the comics, so you kind of knew what to expect, and I had not. So I was just like, I don't know. And then one day I was like, oh, yeah, Apple said I should watch the show. And, like, even after the first episode, I was like, I love this show. Yeah, my journey getting into Heartstopper was like, so originally, and this is a comic I just sent Rob recently, originally I got into all of this called Check Please. I saw, I was seeing it on my Tumblr dash, and I can never tell when things on my Tumblr dash are canon or not canon. And I saw two men kiss, and I was like, hmm. And I saw it more, and people were talking about it, and I was like, okay. Is this canon? Are they actually gay? Or is this a ship? So I read the whole fucking comic. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> I was obsessed ever since. It wasn't even like, the, she was still actively releasing comics. Um, technically, Check Please is wrapped up now. There are four books. They follow a character named Biddy through his four years of college, each book being a different year of college. Um, and it's a really good story about like discovering yourself, sexuality, friendship, like, becoming supposed to be, because he was, like, originally from Georgia, deep south. His parents are very religious. He didn't feel like he could be himself. He moves off to college and goes to a very LGBT-friendly campus, and you get to see him blossom into a person. Well, because I started being in that community, I eventually saw Heartstopper, because those pe there was an overlap of people who read both. And then I binge-read Heartstopper, which, if you didn't know, if you don't have Netflix, or you're more reader and you like you like comics like comics like web comics. the whole thing is available on webtoons well all of it minus like 200 pages the those 200 pages are on her patreon which i am a part of so i'm fully caught up with stopper um and she also has public she also has published books so does check physical yeah i uh i i have actually purchased the books because i know you said they were free online but i wanted to support the author yeah because i liked it so much so i'm like i'm just gonna i'm gonna buy the books for yeah, no, I totally get it. I bought the books, and I pay for her Patreon for Topper. I get it. <laughs> I do both. But yeah, so the world's intertwined, and then, my god, because I was, I was a part of her Patreon for a very long time, I still actively am, so whenever she got the Netflix deal, we were fucking screaming. We were just like, fuck yeah, and she shared, like, behind-the-scenes pictures, and even still, knowing everything about it, it still blew my mind, watching it. Like, it, they just did a very good job and i was so happy for her and the fact that it got renewed for two more seasons is just very exciting to me <laughs> yeah yeah like i i watched the show first obviously and then i got the book so i'm reading the book and i'm like wow a lot of these lines are just directly straight from this comic but yeah. the way that they deliver them it's like oh i didn't like it doesn't even seem like they're reading it from the comic it seems like so genuine it's like oh okay uh, they nailed it yeah the music too, like the music is amazing. Oh. Like I don't understand how they matched up all the scenes with the music so well. 
and they're mm-hmm. all songs I've never heard before, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a song from Girl in Red in Heartstopper. She's an amazing lesbian artist, and I just, I love her. She has so many <laughs> Um, so I learned something, too, that I don't know if you knew, but apparently Nick and Charlie were minor characters in her first book that she wrote, which was about Tori, yes. who is Charlie's sister. And she loved yeah. them so much from that, that that's, that that's what Hardstopper grew from. <laughs> it's so cool. No, it's really awesome to see where things come from and what blooms from it. Because even Check, Please, two of the characters in Check, Please, because uh, the creator of Check, Please uh, was in college still at the time. She went to Yale. She's fucking smarty. Um, and she was just doing it as like a way to keep her art going during the summer. And then it just became fucking insane. Like, so, he, it, like, hearing the origin stories, like, yeah, um, Heartstopper was just like, oh, yeah, she made, like, a book about the sister who's asexual. Um, another good book to read. But it's, it's really cool to hear, like, what ends up potentially getting born from other things, you know? Yeah. Now, I have a question for you, because I am Hit not me. sure, because I only got the first book, and I, like I said, I haven't gotten the newer ones. But uh, Elle and Isaac are a big part of the the show, but neither one of them were in the first book, at least. Are they in subsequent books, or...? So, Elle is in subsequent books. Um, Isaac is a different character in the books. I don't know why they changed the name. I don't know why they made the the characteristics of the two are very similar, Mm -hmm. but they changed it for some reason. I trust whatever. I'm sure some sort of script writing thing happened. I don't know. They also don't have Charlie's little brother in Netflix. Yeah, I noticed that, too. And I love him. <laughs> He's such a sweet soul. Yeah. Um, I just know... I mean, as They could add him later, because they never said, like, he didn't have a little brother. Like, true. He ever, like, you only saw his mom once, so... Yeah. 100%. And you... I don't even think... I mean, the, and, and technically, uh, Nick's, like, older brother doesn't really come until later. He's book so it doesn't matter oh. that he's not mentioned but he has an older brother yeah i didn't know that either i thought it was just um, his mom yeah and his dad you'll his dad does exist but they're split obviously and like mm. eventually they talk about that um gotcha but yeah i'm curious because as like a film producer like as someone who got a film i know sometimes translations from book to movie there's things that just get cut sometimes yeah. um and so I, I always like, find it interesting why necessary to the story, or they're like, "Yeah, right. I think this will just add like it adds stuff, but not enough for it to warrant taking up the time that we had to add other stuff, basically." And who knows if what kind of budget she might have got for that first season, and if she wanted to focus, <laughs> like his brother might have saved them money to do. Yeah. Uh, you are breaking up a little bit, just so you know. I freaking see my Discord bubble, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. They say. But yeah but, and then, like, they added a couple extra characters I know that weren't in the, the book at all, like Imogen. I know she was just made up, but, like... Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's an They added a different plot. Yeah. It was... Definitely. it. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing, yep. They're both good, and I don't think that the things they changed makes it feel like a different story. It's just, like, the film adaptation of it, you know? Yeah. 
Have you, you should start watching some of the uh, behind the scenes stuff with the actors. Mm-hmm. They're so good. <laughs> They're all just they all just seem so fun. <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs> uh, I did read a couple articles on them, like when they were rehearsing and stuff, and and like I know that the the guy who plays Nick, uh, Kit Connor, actually went in to be Charlie. And they were like, no, no, no. <laughs> <You're> no, 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 no. <laughs> you come in. <laughs> no, no, you are Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to be Nick. I can't even imagine him as Charlie. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Just like, what? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I mean, the, like, the characters look a lot like the characters from the book. Like, just their looks. I'm like, wow. Because I read the comment, I'm like, wow, they all look. The only thing that's not is that. And the, the show, Nick and Charlie are basically the same height, whereas he's, like, super much taller than Charlie in the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved, also, because the books were written a while ago, so they didn't actually... I think they were using a different social media platform than Instagram. Yeah, they were using uh, Facebook Messenger. I recognized the symbol on the thing when Charlie was sending messages. Yeah, but I really liked... I felt like them updating it just like fit better with the times and also didn't like take from it i loved the instagram posts and like the social media interactions they had Mm -hmm. same do you want to know more about what's coming with heartstopper Mm, uh, probably not (laughs) i'm a person that likes to be surprised so fair fair Uh, if i were webby i would say no tell me all of it right now I know. <laughs> Webby's like, ah, I don't care about spoilers. All right. Uh, so, we, I mean, we talked about like reasons why we like this. Uh, so, basically, we'll go. We'll go, basically go through the story. Uh, so, <laughs> Charlie is a. Uh, he's a. You're ten, right? Uh, so yeah. this is a, this is a, it takes place in in England. So, a lot of the things are <laughs> going to be weird words. Rugby uh, is very prominent in this story. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie is, he's in year 10, which, you know, here we would call like a sophomore, but they just say year 10. Uh, so he, he gets outed the year before somehow. It never goes into how or what happened. Uh, but he gets, he gets bullied because of it, uh, like mercilessly. Uh, so that year he had like, he would hide in the art room away from everybody to eat lunch. Uh, and, and his friends managed to like get him through it. And I guess it kind of subsided a bit. Uh, you don't, um, you don't know why in the, I think... the show, but the book tells you that some yeah. older students put an end to it. Basically stepped in on his behalf and were like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, but he's still picked on as, like, basically a nerdy kid. Like, some of the kids do pick on him and his friends, who uh, Tao is his straight friend, uh, who defends him a lot. Uh, and L is a, a trans girl who was part of their group, but was, because of an all-boys school, she ended up transferring to the all-girls school because, obviously, as a trans woman, she was not having a good time at the all-boys school. Yeah, they kept uh, being... Yeah. It's fucking buttheads <laughs> for uh, many transphobic and homophobic reasons. <laughs> yeah. uh, Elle is awesome, by the way. I'm sad she's Love not in the book yet. <laughs> but, uh, You'll see her, I promise. <laughs> if you want to read more. 
Uh, and then there's Isaac, who is like I, I I'm sure you know, but Isaac either seems like he's non-binary or ace, but I wasn't sure because they don't really touch on him a lot. He doesn't really say all that much. Uh, but anyway, uh, but but I'm assuming he is not straight because Tao says that he's Charlie's only token straight friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, this year they they the school reformed your form groups, which I guess is like homeroom to us, uh, and it has all students from all different grades in it. Uh, and Charlie gets sat next to Nick, who is a grade above him. Uh, he's eleventh year. Uh, he's the captain of the rugby team. <clears throat> uh, so they they start to get to know each other. Uh, Nick sees Charlie running at uh, at PE, and he's like super fast. So their rugby so team needs a a reserve in order to play against other teams. So he asks Charlie to join the rugby team, uh, and then he starts trying to teach him how to play rugby and teaches him like how to tackle and stuff. Uh, and they start hanging out a lot. Uh, so they become friends because they see each other every day. Uh, and then Nick has asks Charlie to come over. Or he shows him pictures of his dog and Charlie says that he doesn't have he wishes he had a dog but his parents don't like animals. So Nick tells him he should come over and be his dog. <clears throat> so they do uh, and they have a lot of fun, and it starts to snow, and they're like hitting each other with snowballs and stuff out, and making snow angels and stuff, and they just have a great day. Uh, and then Nick's mother, after Charlie leaves, says that Charlie's very different from his other friends, and that he seems more like himself when he's around Charlie. And Nick is like, "Do I?" And she's like, "Yeah." So they start to hang out more, and then. Charlie's friends start digging into Nick because they know that he is, it has a crush, like forming a crush on Nick. Uh, so they want to know, like, either A, to put him out of his misery, or because they everyone's convinced that, that Nick is straight. And they're also uh, worried about the crowd that he hangs out with, mm -hmm, with being like yeah. rugby kids, of like how some of them are the people who pick on Charlie. Yeah, there's this kid, Harry, that is constantly Fucking throwing hairy. things at them and calling them names and stuff. Uh, so Kyle finds out from one of Nick's friends that he likes a girl called Tara Jones who goes to the girls' school. Which isn't even true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, because everyone, because they kissed when they were 13 and they haven't even really spoken since, but everyone's like, oh, he loves her. Uh, so, ah, high school. <laughs> so they ask Elle to look into it because she goes to the girls' school now. Uh, so Elle does investigate and finds out that Tara and her friend Darcy are actually dating and they're lesbians. So she tells Charlie that, you know, she's like, don't ask me how I know this, but Tara and Nick are never going to be a thing. Uh, so then Charlie invites Nick over his house uh, and they he's teaching him how to play the drums. And like without thinking, he's, he takes both of like he takes Nick's hands and starts showing him how to like do the drums. And Nick is looking at his hands like both happy and terrified, I guess is the, the expression. So then like, he's like, What is this feeling he, so yeah. sudden? <laughs> and new. Uh, so then they start watching a movie, and Charlie falls asleep. And then Nick keeps almost like taking his hand, but then taking it back. Like, and again, the terrified look of what, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me kind of look. 
Uh, so then, like I said, that's the part where it's, I felt like, like I, I was, like I said, ripped from my childhood where he goes home and he Googles, am I gay? And uh, he a starts BuzzFeed like, quizzes stuff, sent me he takes a bunch of quizzes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, oh, 62%. And he starts like, he starts crying because of it. And then he's like very distraught the next day at school. <laughs> and, we get, and Harry comes and he's like, are you all right? Nick? And he's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. It's normal. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So then he ends up inviting Nick to his party. Uh, and says to bring some cool people. So Nick, uh, Imogen <laughs> is like, oh, are you going to invite me? And he's like, uh, yeah, well, only if you're cool enough. And he's like, but yeah, I guess I could invite you. So then she's like, oh, okay. She's like, hey, cute boy who I know invited me to party. And they, like, because there's a lot of art illustrations, too, from the comics that kind of, like, go through the movie. So, like, little hearts start popping over her head. And you're like, oh, boy. Uh, so. He ends up inviting Charlie to the party, uh, and then Tao gets mad at Charlie because it, he, they were supposed to be going over his night that night to watch films. But Ellie, but uh, Elle's like, "No, just go. It's fine. We'll, we'll we'll do something all of us together soon." So Tao's annoyed, but Charlie goes to the party anyway, <clears throat> uh, and then all of his friends are pushing Nick to talk to Tara, which he does, and she tells him that she's dating another girl. And she's a lesbian, and he's like, oh. And then he says, talk, talk to her about Charlie. And says that he's probably his best friend right now. Uh, so then her and Darcy leave to go dance, and he goes back to look for Charlie, who has left because... Uh, I mean, they weren't really bothering him, but Harry and his friends, when they were like trying to get Nick to go talk to Tara, were basically like like crowding him and he said he felt intimidated so he left yeah it made him i can imagine like it made him feel bad because he didn't really know anyone else there his friends were like why are you going to this party and then it felt like they were he, they were proving they were getting proven right his friends that nick got pulled away and suddenly he was like the loner you know mm -hmm. uh so at the party, uh, so so Nick goes back to look for Charlie, and he's gone. So he turns around to go look like towards the dance floor, and Harry's like, "Oh, where are you going?" He's like, "Oh, I was going to look for Charlie." And he's like, "Why do you hang out with him?" And and uh, Nick is like, "Because he's my friend." And Charlie's like, "But why?" <laughs> and then they start going on about Charlie being gay and thinking if he has a crush on Nick, and Nick's just like, "Harry, that's homophobic." And I don't even like you. Happy birthday. <laughs> you <walk out. laughs> uh, but then he sees, like, as he's searching for Charlie, he sees Tara and Darcy, like, dancing on the dance floor together and, and kissing. And he's, Yay. like, you can tell he's, like, I want this. Like, uh, uh, like it, he, it makes him happy to see them so happy. And he starts to think about what he really wants. Uh, so he manages to find Charlie, who, in the meantime, ran into Ben, who I forgot to explain Ben. So Ben was <laughs> Charlie's boyfriend, unquote, quote, unquote. Uh, but he was not, like, he's not out, and he doesn't, like, he has a, a girlfriend, who, which he didn't tell Charlie about. And basically, he was like, we're not boyfriends. I just want to meet up and make out with you sometimes, and blah, blah, blah. So Charlie ends up dumping him. 
Uh, and then there was a whole incident where uh, Ben is, is like forcibly kissing Charlie in the hallway and Nick comes to his rescue and like shoves uh, Ben down the hall and tells him to piss off. Uh, that was that happened on like along the first episode. I kind of just forgot. I forgot about that. But anyway, he runs into Ben at the party and Charlie take, like shoves Ben into a wall and tells him to leave him alone on his own, like basically standing up for himself that time. Uh, so they meet they meet back up. And he tells him about Ben, and, and Nick was like, oh, why did you leave? And he tells him that, you know, his friends, he felt like he was in the way, and his friends are really intimidating. So he's like, do you want to go somewhere quieter? So they run through the, because Harry is rich, and he rented out a hotel, so they run through the whole hotel, like, they're running upstairs, and he's he's racing Charlie. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> he's so fast that Nick's like, oh, God, I'm dying. And he's like, that's because you're old, even though he's, like, only a few months older than him. Uh, so they get to the upstairs area where there's no one else. There, it's like an up, upstairs ballroom, a smaller one, but there, no one's up there because it's like near the top floor. Uh, so Charlie asks Nick if it, if it was true that he likes tar, and he's like, no. And and, and uh, Charlie says, oh, so you don't have a crush on anyone at the moment? And Nick's like, I didn't say that. Um, he's like, oh. He's like, well, what's she like? And Nick just like, like a deer in headlights, but he says, "You're just gonna assume it's a she." And Charlie's like shock face is like, "Are you telling me it's not a girl?" And then Nick doesn't really answer, and he he says he starts asking him questions like, Did, "Would you go out with someone that wasn't a girl?" And the whole time <laughs> Nick looks fucking panicked, but he keeps these like, "I don't know, maybe." Uh, so then he asks if he would kiss someone that wasn't a girl and he gets the same answer so then he finally asks if he'll kiss him and he says yeah and they do end up kissing uh but then harry and the others call from like down the hallway looking for nick and ask why he's hiding and he basically panics and runs out the room uh so charlie thinks that that's basically a rejection so he calls his dad to come pick him up and he's very upset like in the car uh but but Nick does go back to look for him in the ballroom, but signs out that he's gone. <clears throat> so they don't talk uh, at all the, the the night. Charlie keeps looking for messages on his phone, but when he doesn't get any, he's, he thinks that Nick is basically, like, freaked out about the kiss and doesn't want to talk to him anymore. Uh, but then it's pouring outside, and Nick just shows up on the doorstep in the rain, in the pouring rain, without a coat or an umbrella. Uh... And uh, that was the end of one of the episodes. That's one of the parts that made me like cry in happiness because it was just like one of those scenes from like, you know, uh, a romantic movie where the person just like, it's like, oh, I like you so much that I'm just standing out here in the rain waiting to see you kind yeah. of thing. Uh, so then they, Nick explains that he, because Charlie goes on and about, sorry, he shouldn't have kissed him and he probably just felt pressured because he asked and he didn't want to lose him as a friend. And Nick's, just basically like Charlie shut up and kisses him <laughs> again and he says it's he's like I'm so sorry that I ran away but it wasn't uh he's like I it's not like I didn't want to kiss you I'm just so confused and then he just like starts crying while Charlie holds him talking about how he feels so confused and doesn't know what to think uh so then he asks if they can keep it a secret at school because he's not ready to come out uh which is Kind of the same thing that Ben was asking, but it was different because 
like Ben pretended he didn't know Charlie at all, whereas they were still friends. And he he comes over to Charlie's house, and Charlie went over his. Whereas Ben was like, "We're just going to meet up at school, and no one's going to know about this ever." We're going to hide so, in dark corners, and I'm going to yeah. pretend like I have. Yeah, I hate yeah. you. So at basically, one point he does mention like that he was about Ben making them keep him a secret, but he's like, "That's he's like, it's okay. It's not the same thing." <laughs> and Nick's kind of like, "I you can Nick see is worried about like, it." Yeah, he's like, "Is it though?" <laughs> The uh, whole time, that's what he's worried about, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be like Ben, which makes him better than Ben. Yeah. Because he actively doesn't want to be like him. Um, but anyway, because he's keeping it a secret, Charlie doesn't tell his friends either. Um, so they end up, he ends up coming to his birthday party. or Well, there's a rugby game, and Charlie gets hurt. And then Nick is basically like in the in the nurse's room with him, like, wiping the mud off his face when Isaac walks in. <laughs> and he's like, sorry for interrupting. And, but Charlie tells him that Nick won't say, or, uh, Charlie tells him Nick that, that Isaac won't say anything about it. And he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, but he doesn't tell his other friends at all. <clears throat> and they're worried because Nick gets ambushed by Imogen coming out of the oh out of the, the thing, uh, the uh, rugby room. And all all the rugby guys are there, and like some of their other friends are are like gathered around, and she asks him out, and he's like panicking and not knowing like how to turn her down without making a big scene. So he's just like, "Yeah, okay," uh, <laughs> which also is like I I feel for him in that moment because I in high school I got asked out by girls a couple times, and I could not say no. Like I didn't know how to say no, uh, so. <laughs> I could I could feel for that too. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, so he ends up planning a date with her, and he's gonna he's gonna when they're in private, he's gonna tell her that the date's not a good idea. But her dog died, so she was upset. So that again, he was like, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't. Uh, but then Charlie asked him to go to his birthday party, which is on the same day as the date. So then he and he says yes without even thinking. So then Ben's like, "Oh, I heard about your date on Saturday," and thinking he's talking about Charlie, he's again panic face. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, Imogen said that you guys are going on a date on Saturday," and then he's like, "Relief," and then panic again because he's like, "Oh crap." Uh, so then he's at home and his mom has a conversation with him about it because he's like, "Uh." He's like, oh, she's because she asked him what's wrong because he looks upset. And he's like, well, I told Charlie that I'd go to his birthday party, but I also told this girl I'd go on a date with her at the same time. And she's like, oh, do you like this girl? And he's like, her dog died. <laughs> her mother goes, his mother's like, I don't, I don't follow. So then he explains the whole thing about how he didn't want to go out with her, but he felt pressured. And then he tried to cancel, but her dog died. So he felt sorry for her, and she's like, "Going feeling sorry for someone is not a reason to go on a date with them." He's like, "Yeah, you're right." Uh, so he goes to Charlie's birthday, and Charlie and Tao is acting all cold and stuff to him because he thinks that it's this is all some kind of big joke, and Nick's just messing with him because he doesn't know that they're actually like secretly dating either. He thinks they're just friends, like, and that Nick's like being flirty to be a jerk, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so. He he tells Charlie in the bathroom about that he he and Elle had overheard Nick was going on a date with Imogen. Uh, so Charlie starts to 
like Nick goes to get food and overhears them arguing in the bathroom. And uh, he, Charlie, or Tao tells Charlie that he thinks that uh, Nick is just messing with him. And Charlie, I mean, obviously Charlie knows that that's not true, but he, and he almost says it. He's, he's like, Nick's my, and then he pauses for a long time. And then he just says, friend. And then, like, you could see visible relief from Nick out the door. Uh, but then he also feels, like, ashamed. So Tao's, like, fine, but if he if he hurts you in any way, I'm going to. And, and Charlie's like, you'll murder him, I know. And he's like, well, I was going to send a strongly worded DM, but murder's fine, too. Uh, so then they, they go out, and then Nick basically, he gives Charlie a hug for basically keeping his secret, even though it was like, he could tell it was hard for him to do that. Uh, so they're just like hugging in the middle of the bowl, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then they go to the arcade and Nick gives Charlie his birthday gift, which is a picture of them from playing in the snow when they were making snow angels and stuff. Uh, and he said that was just his favorite day ever. <clears throat> uh, so they end up kissing in the in the arcade, and he Nick admits about the date with Imogen, and that he <clears throat> tell, explains like why it happened, and that he's gonna break off, break it off with her, and let her know that they're not gonna go. Uh, so then later he he does meet up with Imogen, and he brings his dog to make her feel better, and he tells her that you know he doesn't feel that way about her, and he talks to her about how he feels different, like his real personality has been buried so long that he's just been doing things the way he's been doing them because that's how their friends and other people go like he was just going along with it and he felt like he was different inside and she's like, she thanks him for being honest and <clears throat> then she tells everybody that because uh, they everybody asks about how their date and she, she just says that they decided they were better off as friends and that she thinks she could do better so she doesn't even like say that they never went on the date or anything <clears throat> Which was nice of her. Uh, and then... Basically, the, the whole thing... They end up going to the movies together with all of Nick's friends and Charlie and Ben. Or Ben and Harry end up going even though they weren't supposed to. And there's a big, like, blow-up. Harry starts picking on Charlie at the movie theater. Uh, and then Nick... After Charlie leaves, Nick has like a fight with him, like a big blow up. He freaking he because uh, uh, Harry calls Charlie the f word, and Nick punches him in the face, and then they have a big fight. So then when he goes to school the next day, Nick has a huge black eye, and Charlie's like, "What happened?" So he explains to him what happened, and and Charlie's like, "It's fine. I'm used to it. It happens all the time." And Nick's like, "Well, you shouldn't have to be used to it. Like people shouldn't treat you like that." And that he hates all his friends. And then now Charlie's afraid that Nick's losing all his friends because of him. So then he decides to try and break things off. Because he doesn't want Nick's life to be ruined, basically. Uh, so he starts avoiding him. And then Tao gets into a fight with Harry, too. Because they keep... Like, he's been... Well, every time Harry tried to pick on Charlie, like Tao would insult him back and stuff. So he's been fighting with Harry like verbally the whole time. So then they get into a physical fight. Uh, and Tao's mad at Charlie because Charlie's been giving all his time to Nick. And he didn't tell. Uh, he didn't tell. He was the last one that they told about him and Nick being together because they did tell L. I forgot they told L earlier because Nick ends up telling uh, 
uh, Tara and Darcy because they were the ones that inspired him to go for it with Charlie. So he does. He ends up telling them about him and Charlie dating, and then they try to set up a date, a, a double date, <clears throat> and then they decide to try and get L and Tao together because they think they would make a good couple. So then they have it with a triple date, uh, and then. But uh, Elle gets angry because she's like, I didn't ask you to do this. I don't want things to change between me and Tao and blah, blah, blah. So she doesn't thing. think Tao is interested. Yeah, she is She is interested in Tao, but she doesn't think that he's interested in her. Which is very incorrect. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so she gets kind of angry and to smooth things over, Nick is like, well, we thought it would be fun to go on a triple date. And she's like, a triple date? And so he, they tell her that him and Nick are dating, and that that kind of like she's like, oh my god! So that kind of like smooth things over a little bit there. But then Tao is the only one that didn't know. So then that that's part of the reason why he gets upset at Charlie later because he's like, you didn't you didn't even tell me, and blah, blah blah. So they have a fight, and everyone's avoiding everybody. Um, <clears throat> so then they end up having this this field day um, competition where. Uh, you like everybody has to like be participate for sign up things. There's like a high jump, there's javelin throw, there's races, there's and then there's the, the rugby match. <clears throat> so Charlie runs a race for Tao, and then they the boys and girls of... school are there at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're hanging out with Elle and Isaac, uh, but Charlie's not there. So then one of the teachers tells Charlie not to let anybody make him disappear because he was hiding in the, the art room again. So he decides to go back to the, the field and he, he runs a race for Tao because Tao can't run or he hate, he hates running and he can't really do it. So he's like, I'll do it for you. Um, so then they kind of make up and Tao's like, I made it I made it hard for you to tell me the truth. And and Charlie's like, I should have been there for you as much as you were there for me and blah, blah. So they end up making up. Uh, so then in the middle of the rugby match, uh, because oh, and he tells Nick that like he he tells him he wants to break up almost like he doesn't quite get it out because they they learn about the fight with Tao and Harry, so they end up like running out. Uh, but he was like saying, "Oh, I I think it would be best if we just you know because I'm I'm you're getting into fights with your friends. I feel like it's all my fault." Blah blah blah. But before any either of them can finish, they ran out. Uh, so <clears throat> then. Since then, Charlie's been avoiding Nick. Like he's like, "Oh, you want to eat lunch?" And he's like, "No, I don't. Uh, I can't." Bye. Uh, so then, uh, in the middle of the rugby match, Nick sees him watching and just stops because he scored a point and he was supposed to do a kick and he just throws the ball at the coach and walks off the field. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" So then he takes Charlie by the hand and takes him uh, into the school and he's like. He's like, I need you to know that you're not ruining my life. Like, he's like, my life is better because I met you. Uh, he's like, you're my favorite person and I don't want to lose you. Uh, and so they they end up making up too. And then they end up deciding that Nick says that he's okay to tell people. Uh, and then he ends up, he tells his mom, which is a really nice scene uh, with telling his mom about Charlie. And then they have a scene where they're at the beach and they, they say that they're each other's boyfriends and stuff. And that's basically how that this season ended. Screaming at the ocean, saying yep. that you love somebody. <laughs> yep. And Charlie's, Charlie's thing at the end where he's like, I never, I never thought this would happen to me. 
it's like oh that feels like that i could relate to that too yeah it's so soft i love how you have it memorized (laughs) i have seen it (laughs) yeah i was gonna say of course he has it fucking memorized it's burned into his retinas to be fair i could tell you almost every detail of the whole twilight in chronological order so i get it (laughs) oh my god it's going to be like my new friends, where I know all the lines, so I can repeat them verbatim. <laughs> oh my god. Now to just wait patiently for season two. Oh, I'm not going to be able to wait patiently. It only came out like uh, half a month ago. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's going to be a while. Forever. She got the Netflix deal sometime last year. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, okay, I'm curious which book you bought. Because I bought books 1, 2, and 3, and I was pretty sure... I have just volume 1. Is well, it... I mean, I, I have the others on the way now, but the one I've got is just volume 1. What color is... is it? What color is it? Hey, what color is the spine? Pink? Okay, yeah, I have pink, blue, and green, which is 1, 2, and 3. I know that season 1 ends at least within book 2, because... It wrapped up really well. I just remember that. And I was like, oh yeah, and then it moves on. I'm like, oh yeah, that's more of it. Um, yeah, well, like, because the end of oh, book one is where they kiss at the hotel, so that's only the end of episode three. So I'm true, like, true. there's eight episodes, so it's the second yeah. book only be episode to episode six? I don't know. I don't think so, no. I think it... Some of the episodes are, like, longer than what the book, you know? Yeah. I will say, as someone who does know what happens... Some of the subtle foreshadowing of things that make sense to me because I know what's going to happen. I was like, ah, yes. (laughs) So, like, I'm excited to see for people who will watch season two with fresh eyes to be like, oh, that thing. Or, ooh, that thing. And I'm going to be like, yeah, that's right. That thing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) being as vague as possible so as not to ruin anything for you. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, she did a good job, and I'm yeah. glad. It was, I'm glad that she got to be so hands on with it. It seemed like, in like the decision making process. Yeah, like I, I like too that there's like there's some things in here that they have to deal with that it's like, you there are things that you have to deal with in real life, but they're not like like it's mostly like an uplifting, upbeat story. So yeah, like, like the whole thing with with Ben at the beginning and when he's talking to the teacher and he's he's like oh i don't know about ben and he's like do you want to break up with him and he's like i don't know uh and he's like have you talked to your friends about it and he's like well they wouldn't get it and he's like why not and it's like because they're not gay which True. it's like yeah i i get that like if you tell your friends about what's happening they're going to instantly say you should dump that guy he's a piece of crap which is true but then it's like, but what if he's the only guy in the whole school that's gay and things are kind of okay sometimes with him when we're together. It's just when we're with other people. And it's kind of like that mentality where it's like, yeah, your your friends are all going to say dump him because, you know, oh, because he sucks and the, but there's other people that you could 
date. And it's like, but are there though? Like, yeah, but <laughs> coming from the friend's perspective, and luckily school isn't like this as much anymore, but I do vividly remember being able to count on one hand the openly gay men in my high school. And they basically all dated each other at one point or another. That was their only options. None of them worked well together. They were vastly different people. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, you just cycle through your options if you only have like two. <laughs> yeah. I had zero. <laughs> including me. Including me. I didn't know yet. Well, no, well, no I, I knew, but I was not yeah. out. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So. Then there's me as a child. I was like, ah, oh, yes. I am so comfortable in my straightness. I can admit how hot women are. <laughs> women are so hot. Wow. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't straight. <laughs> Boiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought that, too. Like, I'm like, I oh, know, I'm just, you can admit what a guy's attractive. It doesn't mean you're gay, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, <laughs> I, 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 I relate so much to Nick Googling that I am gay because it was, I'm pretty sure it was Yahoo at the time because I don't think Google was a thing. <laughs> but yeah, basically the same thing. It's, I'm just like, oh, God. Well, <clears throat> time for the, do we have any Q&As? Anyone have uh, any? Gay just, burning questions. One more thing I wanted to bring up because like about the Ben thing was the the oh, yeah, thing with her Instagram. Like when people oh, are yeah. making comments about, oh, you're a lesbian, what a waste, blah blah blah. Like as if like Ugh. she's only valid because she would sleep with you, like kind of thing. It's like yeah. and people have to deal with that shit. It's like why would you even write that? But but people do, and it's I don't know. Dude, no, like thinking about there was, like, this post I saw a very long time ago about, like, this... It, like, casually was mentioned that, like, a cashier and a person were having a conversation. One of them was gay. The lady behind in line was like, oh, that's a shame. And it's like, fuck, does it matter? Who are you? You never would have interacted with, interacted with this person. It yeah. doesn't affect your life at all. What? What do you mean? Oh, what a shame. What does that mean? <laughs> yep. It's insane the shit that comes out of people's mouths and they just like they just fucking say it with their whole chest. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what the fuck. Uh, yeah, so, uh, are there any questions from the peanut gallery? <laughs> the peanut gallery! <laughs> um, I feel like I've watched the show now. <laughs> well, that's good. Good show. The visuals are stunning, I will say. And the music. Rob yeah. didn't sing the songs for some reason. I'm a little yeah. disappointed, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Winter, spring, summer, fall. <laughs> Go off, go off! <laughs> yeah, like I said, the music too, and the visuals, the, even the, like, I really like the little cartoon, like, nods to the, the leaves and stuff. The leaves are the my cartoon. favorite! Yeah. 
uh, and the music just fits like every scene. I mean, and I've I actually have listened to the soundtrack once now while I was just doing other things. I just had the soundtrack playing in the background because I like the songs, and they worked really well with the scenes that they were put in. Like I, bravo, <laughs> bravo, bravo. Oh, I will say, so the Check Please community has wanted a fucking TV show forever. And we were all ecstatic for Heartstopper. We really, like, a thousand percent. There was no, like, dis-support. But we're all like, alright, it's our turn. Hello, <laughs> gay hockey. Gay hockey, please! <laughs> It'll happen eventually. <laughs> Uh, but also, like, yeah, I mean, that would definitely be interesting because the dynamic is different, too, because, like I said, this this obviously takes place in England. It's got rugby and stuff. And when they say, like, oh, here, you want a chip? And they're eating French fries. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But, You're uh, 10? What? <laughs> yeah. Why is it raining? Oh, like, right. <laughs> Oh my god. But, but yeah. That's oh my god. I will say my favorite scene um, is when Imjin is like in the all girls school. And I don't remember what happens, but she approaches so the table with the two lesbians and the translate woman. And she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm an ally. And they're like, good for you. What do you want? An award? Like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, that's it, fucking she's bravo. Asking, she's asking her if she's out with going out with Nick and Darcy's like she kisses her girlfriend at a crowded party and people are still asking her if she's going out with a guy she kissed when she was 13 and then she's like they go into this whole thing about it and whatever and Tars is like she's like I'm a lesbian and Imogen's like okay he was just asking and then she's like you know I'm not homophobic I'm an ally <laughs> and uh, she says congratulations we thank you for your service so she says we thank you for your service <laughs> God, come off. <laughs> also, I love that she, at one point, um, Tara was like, I'm here to make more gay friends. <laughs> Get the, scout out the local gays. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> There's just a lot of good quotes. Very quotable show. <laughs> Darcy is the, the pushy lesbian friend everyone needs. She's just like, come on, just admit your feelings. Just do it. <laughs> Be gay, do crimes. Yep. I like her cheese thing, too. It's just like, why did, why, what's their problem or whatever? She's like, you want me to throw cheese at them? Like, no, it's not like they're actually saying it to my face. Oh uh, my god. Like, Why do you have leftover cheese? And she's like, it's always good to have leftover anti-homophobia cheese. <laughs> Never know when you're going to need it. <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, it's it's a feel good story. It the reason I like it so much is because, like I said, I never thought that there would be 
a story like this where I could see myself in the main characters. Uh, and this is a big thing about Pride and, and whatnot is that, you know, representation does matter. It, it lets people see that you you are a part of things, basically. Like, you're not stuffed in a dark corner. There are people that have the same feelings as you do. Uh, there are people that will accept you. Um, you deserve to have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Person listening to this, you deserve to have a happy ending, just so you know. <laughs> Everybody deserves happy endings. <laughs> I just realized how bad that sounded. <laughs> you made it stop! <laughs> Rob, I can't. <laughs> this is how you know Donnie's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh so are there any more questions? If not, we can wrap this up, I guess. Here we Crickets. go. Oh, <laughs> let me unmute Oh. Lame. Oh sorry. <laughs> Go back to muting myself. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, everybody, I definitely recommend watching it. Even if you're not gay, you will get a lot out of it, I think. Uh, and there's lots of different people in it that are represented, so. But, but yeah. It's just, it makes me feel good to watch it. It makes me happy. Uh, so, Webby, do we have a science corner with Webby? My god. Uh, yeah, water freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That is true. See, I'm a fucking Insightful. Genius. Do you know what it freezes at Celsius? Zero. Oh, wow. Mad lad. Absolutely <laughs> fucking big-brained. Alright. We have live advice with Apple. Oh shit, life advice? Okay, um... Hmm. Uh, li don't work to- don't, uh, live to work, work to live. So that you, like, you... Prior towards your life and not work. You shouldn't be living... for working. <laughs> Boom. Definitely sound advice. Probably not one that many people can afford to take with gas prices the way they are. <laughs> no, because uh, it doesn't even mean just that. It means give yourself downtime and don't, you know, don't let yourself be swallowed by your work if you, yeah. like, you know, when you don't have to. Along those lines, I actually saw something today. I don't remember who sent it to me or where I saw it, but it said something like, remember that you're replaceable at work, but you're not replaceable at home. Home is what yeah. matters more. Facts. Good facts. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Gay episode. <laughs> Gay episode. <laughs> Our Pride Month special. 
hopefully next year for Pride Month, I can talk about season two if it comes out. That Hell quick, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, and uh, okay. Uh, so, but Webby, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at what's Donnie's Twitter? Like D Bronner 21, I D. think. D Bronner 21 <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> And Apple. <laughs> Apple. Sorry, you see me? Oh, oh yep. yeah. Uh, Twitter, it's Apple Schloss 21. Uh, most other places, it's just Apple Schloss. And Ryan, since you said a few words, if you like to. Oh, I didn't do anything here. I'm, I'm just crimtastic on Twitter. <laughs> And you can follow me at Tax Force Walker, all one word. Fuck you. Get <laughs> out. Stop acting like Johnny. <laughs> you can follow me. Yeah, but that's how you always end You it. know what? <laughs> Every time people do that, I'm just, okay, they're not going to be on the next episode. I'm going to wait until I just start doing these episodes by myself, apparently. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but that's, that's how it always ends. I, I was the host. I have to end it with that Jack Swartman. You can find me on confess at Confessor underscore X on Twitter. And uh, on twitch.tv slash confessorx on Twitch. Uh, you can find Matilda at Matilda underscore DMP, who has become greatly more popular than me on Twitter. So, <laughs> oh my god. With that, everybody, thank you for listening. We love you. And fuck Booster Gold. As Blue Beetle would say, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Ooh, Booster I don't Gold. think Blue Beetle would uh-huh. say that, but I like I like I like the cut of your jib on that one. <laughs> no, it's oh. a gay joke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's saying he wants to fuck Booster yes. Gold. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Rob. <laughs> well Rob got it. <laughs> I'll just see myself out.